Welcome to Chassidus to Nourish Your Soul podcast. What does it mean to be a leader? We see in this week's parsha that the leaders of the Jewish people, they brought their gifts of the special stones that belong in the breastplate and in the other ornaments of the high priest, the Kayin Gadol, they brought it after all the other Jewish people brought their gifts. Why did they wait until the end? And the reason is because as a leader, their job was to ensure and to encourage that the Jewish people should give whatever they can give. And therefore they thought that we're going to put our main focus on, on inspiring the Jewish people and encouraging the Jewish people to give their donations. And this is, was, this is what a leader is supposed to do. He's not supposed to think about what do I want to do for myself, how much I want to give, how much, how special it is for me to take part in the donations for the house of Hashem. But rather, the job of a leader is to look after the people and to make sure they're doing everything that they need to do. And we see this by Moshe Rabbeinu, that after he came down from the mountain, it says that he immediately went to the nation and gave over the words of Hashem. And the question is, isn't that obvious what, that, what Moshe is going to be doing? And Rashi says that he didn't go to his own affairs, he went to immediately to, to the Jewish people. So what this teaching us is, not only did he not go to his own affairs, meaning his personal affairs, his, uh, didn't go to uh, take care of uh, his family, etc., but even his own spiritual affairs. Because he himself had to get ready for Matan Torah. If all the Jewish people had to get ready for the receiving of the Torah, how much more so Moshe himself, who was going to go up to the mountain, directly speak to Hashem, how much more so he had to get ready to receive the Torah. But yet, he didn't concern himself with his own preparations. Instead, he was focused on what does the Jewish people need? And how do they get ready for Matan Torah, for the receiving of the Torah? And that was, that's what makes a leader. A leader is someone who concerns himself with others before concerning themselves for their own needs. So this is what the, the Nesim, the leaders of the Jewish people were involved in and were totally concerned and, and preoccupied with ensuring that the Jewish people are giving the donations for the Mishkan that they themselves didn't immediately give towards the donations, only at the end when they saw that everything was already given, then they thought, oh, what, what else do we have to do? So then they came up and they brought the, the stones and, and, and other things, the, the oil, etc. But on a certain level, it was considered something negative. And the Pasuk says it in, the, in missing a letter. The word Nesim is written without a yud. What is the meaning of that? Why is it, if they did the right thing, so why is it missing a yud? Showing that there was a lack in these leaders? And the reason is because they realized at the end of the day that the Jewish people brought so much of the donations. They gave everything that, that the Torah says that it was enough for all of the Mishkan, the entire sanctuary, all the needs were taken care of. 
And really there was nothing else to bring. So if that's the case, so what were, there was nothing else to bring. So how did the, the Nesim, how did they have what to bring? They brought very special things, very important things. And the answer is, is that they, the Jewish people brought all the, the value that was necessary. So they brought it in gold and silver, even if they may not have brought the actual precious stones and the oil and whatever else they were missing, but they had the value of it. And all that was necessary was go to go and purchase it. So the Nesim realized that they don't have an equal share with everyone else because everyone else was giving what was necessary for the building of the temple. But them, what they were contributing was already, already, was already contributed by the value, by the gold and the silver. They were only the ones that actually went and bought it and got it, brought it to the Jewish people, and to, 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 the, to, the, to the, those that were building. But had they not have done it, someone else would have done it. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, uh, at that point, it wasn't so necessary. It, it, w- it would have been done anyways. So they realized that they don't have an equal share in, in the building of the, the tabernacle, in the, of the Mishkan. So what comes out is that they realize after the fact that maybe the fact that they didn't contribute immediately wasn't completely and totally because of their selflessness and care for the Jewish people. Maybe there was some aspect of laziness that was mixed in. That they were also thinking, okay, the Jewish people are doing it, so we don't have to do it. We are going to inspire them and therefore we can relax. We don't have to make that effort to, to give because anyways, whatever, when, because we're inspiring them to give, so in a way it's like we're doing it. Because we know that when, when, you are, when you're inspiring others, when, you, when you're encouraging others to give, to, to do a mitzvah, it's as if you did it. So they said, okay, it's as if we're doing the mitzvah, we don't need to do it. But after the fact, they realized that it, was, it, was, it wasn't correct. They should have been more vigilant. They should have been more involved. And they realized there was, some, there was a lack in their own uh, seriousness of the mitzvah. And that's why at a later point, when it came to donating the sacrifices, there they came first. They realized they had to rectify this. And they came first before everyone else. And a point here is also because this was not just a regular building. This was here to atone for the sin of the golden calf, which was a general uh, sin that affected all the Jewish people. And therefore, at that point, what was so important was the alacrity, was the involvement in immediately building the, 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 the Mishkan, not to wait around till I let them do everything. If they had something they could have done, they should have done it immediately because it was so crucial and so important that it should be built. And it should be, and the, and, and, the, and the sacrifices should be brought and everything should be done right away. And therefore they had to rectify it. So on the one hand, they did the right thing by encouraging the Jewish people. But on the other hand, there is, it, it, there is sometimes when you're a leader and you are here for the people, sometimes your own ego gets mixed in. And you start to think of yourself. And you start to think, oh, I'm doing so much. I'm inspiring them. And therefore, I could be lax in my own efforts, in my own service, because anyways, whatever they're doing is because of me. And it's all to my credit. And therefore, I don't have to do as much. But this is not correct. And this is something that was lacking. 
So it's very important. We know that a king, when he prays, when he does the Shemona Esrei, he doesn't just bow in the beginning and the end of certain blessings. He has to bow the entire Shemona Esrei. Because when he is praying, he's a king. And he has more reason to be humble. Because you're a leader, you have to be more focused, more concerned that that you have to be more humble than a regular person because of the fact that you are a leader, because of the fact that your job is to inspire people and lead people, that is where your ego can get more involved and can get stronger and could be, could be misused. And you could truly feel above other people and, 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 and your, your, your ego is, it starts to control. So it's a very, very, worrisome position. And therefore, one has to take extra care to make sure that as a leader, you have that humility and recognize that each individual has their own value. And even though your job is to inspire and is to lead, but it's each individual is important and, they, and, and, and God loves each one and your job is only to, to elevate them, not to think that you're in control of them and that you will dictate what they have to do, but rather just to, to be a catalyst and to, uh, to teach them what they have to focus on. And once they do it, don't take the credit. Give them all the credit. Give, recognize that it's their credit, it's their efforts, it's their achievements, and give all the credit to the person who is who's succeeding. Don't take it all for yourself. And that is, with that humility, that's how you could be a true leader. And that's what we learned from the Nasim. And Moshe Rabbeinu was the, was, was the example of, of this kind of leader. And we see also the, the Rebbe as well, the Babacher Rebbe had the same type of, uh, of approach where he, he led, but at the same time with such humility and, and giving each one that ability to be, to shine, to truly succeed in their own way and to realize that we, each one of us have their, our own relationship with Hashem. We have a pure neshama. We are so powerful and each one of us can succeed in tremendous ways. And that is what it means to be a leader. Thank you very much for listening to Hasidus to Nourish Your Soul podcast. Have a great day.